genre. Hi everyone, welcome to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, the daily podcast where we are talking about the 1991 live-action Turtles movie, one asbestos-breathing minute at a time. <laughs> Delicious. We'll get to it later. My name is Scott Toffey, I am your host. With me, as always, is our talented team of turtle trash talkers, is Rachel Hello. Gatlin. Hi. Mr. Chris O'Connor. Freak against freak. Adam Sheehan. Well, hello. And coming back for a second day, Mr. Jeff Matthews. Oh, hey, that's me. Oh, hey, that's you. Welcome back. I reversed the order of your names in my head. I'm sorry. Matt. Matt Jeff Hughes. <laughs> <laughs> I think I probably had a, uh, like an AOL login that was that at some point. Jeff Hughes, you're excused. <laughs> Bless you. Yeah, Jeff Hughes. Um, <laughs> sounds like you're cursing him out. Uh, ah, I think Jeff we you. broke Rachel. <laughs> Jeff Hughes. This is what we do. We invite people on our show and then we uh, pick on them. It sounds like refuse, but if it was made of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. All right. Hey, how about we talk turtles, guys? All right. Sure. All right. So, Let's Jeff, thanks toils. for coming back. Nice to know we didn't scare you away. We are here for... Tuesday, minute 37, and minute 37 starts with the Turtles uh, checking out what will, you know, uh, assumedly become their new digs. They're ready it, to make an offer. Yeah, and it, <laughs> yes, Zillow.com. And they are, uh, it ends with uh, a clawed hand reaching out from behind a bunch of scrap metal. A huge clawed hand! Yeah. Um, yeah, so <laughs> the turtles are in this subway tunnel, as we talked about last minute, modeled after perhaps the old New York City City Hall uh, subway station, and they're checking out a wooden subway car. That's crazy. Now, I told you guys yesterday that I had the model uh, of this car, so I'm going to give you a little bit of a history lesson because, you know, I like this kind of thing. The uh, in, in the early 1900s, like 1903, 1904, New York City was – building these composite subway cars. They were built uh, out of wood, and they had copper in them as well, copper sheathing. Uh, they were in service from like 1903 to 1950. And while I cannot find this exact model, if you Google search, image search, composite subway car, you're going to find ones that look a lot like this. Interesting to note as I mentioned at the top of the program, there was also a high amount of asbestos used in the construction mm. of these cars. Ooh, oh, no. Oh. So, Jeff, you were not wrong when you said that the turtles would die within a matter of months in this new location. It's asbestos the number one doesn't threat. kill you that quickly. There's probably a lot of lead They're, they're going to get here. mesothelioma. They're going to see the commercial. They're going to get in on that lawsuit, and they'll make <laughs> a little bit of money that'll see them through <laughs> to their inevitable death. Yeah. Yes. Finally, a worse sequel than Ninja Turtles 3. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 4, The Secret of Mesophilioma. <laughs> the abatement. Oh, God. The turtles get COPD. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. I Again, I love this layer. I love how excited all the turtles are uh, in, in exploring. Donatello is like, let me just 
go into the subway car, and Leonardo has this little line in the background. He's found this old little stroller-looking thing, and he goes, Rockabye baby. And uh, I don't know. The ADR in this movie is just bonkers. I love it. <laughs> it seems like a really whimsical moment for Leonardo. Like, <laughs> that do doesn't think, seem like something he would do. It's do you like think he's he, realizing that he's never going to have kids? <laughs> oh, oh, that's terrible. Right? But I mean, like, you know, Leonardo being whimsical is like seeing Scott Summers be like, uh, you know, just be throwing whimsical? paint against a wall. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, <laughs> what? No. Or it's like when you see a dog wearing clothes. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know why he's wearing pants. You don't need pants. <laughs> Silly dog. He's so cute. Um, I, I, I like Donnie in this scene. Donnie is particularly into all of this. He seems to be like the most excited. Why do we think that is? Because he does machines. Yeah, but, but this is a train car. Yeah, it's the train car is a machine. Does also, he also got, do like he's got circuit interior. breakers and power and there's lights. He's like, there's lights in my house. There's probably power outlets. I can plug stuff in. <laughs> I think he's just being a nerd. Well, he's kind of like Ray in the first Ghostbusters yeah. movie. He's like, yeah. we should stay here tonight. Sleep, <laughs> Sleep here. here. You know, try it out. <laughs> I'm going to get my stuff. Yeah, he's he's the kid that you should not bring with you when you go to see a new house. And like, you know, the real estate agent's like, well, do you like it? And, you know, mom and dad are trying to be like, well, I don't know. You know, we need to do a lot of work on the kitchen. We're going to have to knock out some walls between the uh, bathroom and the blah, blah, blah. And then the, you know, the, the little boy is like jumping up and down like, I love it. Does this pole still work? <laughs> yeah, Donatello is trying to figure out where the biggest bedroom is and how yeah. he can call dibs on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, you know, for the first time, it's like they will have their own spaces because there's, there's there's multiple cars there. So conceivably, they can each have their own. Oh, it's so nice. It <laughs> makes me excited. This This scene right here makes me temporarily excited to do Ninja Turtles Minute Season 3. Aww. I know I'm feeling that now. I'm not may not always be feeling that, but I'm feeling it now. <laughs> I have good I have good thoughts right now. We'll see how Actually, long they I, last. I forgot to bring this up in the last uh the last episode, but Mikey drops these subtle hints that he he's maybe a bit of a germaphobe. Like when they were walking down the stairs in the last minute when he touches the railing, he like goes ugh and then wipes his hand off. And in this scene, he's like sneezing and he doesn't seem into it. Which is odd because he grew up in a sewer. And he's a turtle. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Was there anything like that in the first movie where he was extra cleanly or is this just something new for Turtles 2? I think it's something new. Like in the first movie, he was clearly chewing on a popsicle stick that I think he just found. Yeah. (laughs) He was just sucking the last of the the red out of it. Not a hypochondriac. (laughs) There hasn't been a popsicle on there in years. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez, if only there was someone we could ask about that someday. Anyway, moving on. Um, Donatello, very excited. I think that Chris, you're right. I think he wants to does machines really badly. Michelangelo sneezes, and he he genuinely doesn't seem very excited by this. You know, he drops that line. I know the sewers in Connecticut are really nice, <laughs> and uh, he's kind of being a sourpuss here. Yeah, it's very unmike. Which is odd because he found it. But, yeah, well, I mean, if and you found something excited. by falling down it, you'd mm-hmm. probably be a little upset too. And he seemed excited at first. Yeah, yeah, that's true. This is all very odd. Yeah, I mean, and, and he doesn't want to go to Connecticut. He's not being serious. That's right. too much of a, That's far too much of a commute to fight crime in New York City. <laughs> Does, doesn't anyone really want to go to Connecticut, though? Like, 
Do you have a desire to go to Connecticut? I don't know. My friend's lake house Country in Connecticut. Club people. That, yeah. That's kind of nice. I yeah. think unless the sentence has the word lake house in it, then probably not. Yeah. yeah. Um, so as we're moving on, the, the boys are all very excited. They continue to explore. And we have this cool transition where Donnie and Leo go into the subway and then almost in a reverse angle shot, we see a set of wooden doors open and who busts through but Shredder. <laughs> That's a really cool transition. Mr. Yeah. Shredder. I am a big fan of the training foot ninjas in the background of this shot. Uh, oh, I firmly yeah. believe that foot ninjas should be training at all times in the background of all shots. <laughs> yeah, you should never see them playing cards or dice in an alley. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, skateboarding and playing you know, arcade games. I, there, there are a couple of activities that would be good to see uh, Foot Ninjas doing. One is training. Training is like the most important thing. But I would also accept uh, doing a uh, still life study um, or, or working on a bonsai tree. <laughs> bonsai tree. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's or why they're the laundering. bad guys, Chris, because they don't have that kind of patience and focus. <laughs> if we learn nothing from Karate Kid 3 it's that only good guys can handle bonsai trees <laughs> um, Shredder comes storming in through the door and we find Professor Jordan Perry there and uh, this is what I like about David Warner is that he's taking this character very so serious. seriously <laughs> Chris tell us about it he, he really elevates whatever it is he does like you know his, his, his line delivery is just so like he, he's you could you could kind of tell like he's like I I'm doing Shakespeare. Yeah, like he's fully committed to this role. He's giving Shredder a little bit of a tongue lashing. You know, he's not really intimidated. Uh, he he's I I just enjoy what he brings to this character. You can how tell is it he says it? Aren't these enough for your vengeance? There's fe- there's one line that bugs me a little bit here though. Actually, Adam, are we able to play this with audio right now? The clip. Look, I told you I don't know takes time, days. I want them as soon as possible. That right there. So Shredder says, I want them as soon as possible. This is actually maybe, as a boss, as a CEO, this is the first reasonable thing he said. He didn't make a threat. He wasn't being unreasonable. He said, I want them as soon as possible. That could be tomorrow, next week, a month. He just wants to make sure that his employees are trying their hardest. Yeah, this is is his most un-Darth Vader-y management moment. Yeah, and this would have been a great time for everyone to react in a positive manner, and I think that opportunity was blown. Yeah, Shredder's like, when will they be ready? And Perry's like, it has to pass QA. You know? <laughs> but yeah. he gets he gets up out of his chair. He loses his temper at this moment, and I think this is probably the strangest moment for him to lose his temper. <laughs> but I, I, I like uh, Perry does this thing where he takes off his glasses while he's making a point. I love it when people do that in movies, because you're saying one of two things, either A... I don't actually need these glasses and I can see perfectly fine without them or I can't see right now. And that's how much I want to make this point is that I'm willing to give up my <laughs> Maybe ability they're just to reading see. glasses. It's a great signature move. It's like when Harrison Ford lazily points. He's not pointing at anyone, but he points. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's making a point. Get off literally. my plane. Yeah. Yeah, this taking off of the glasses, it's that signature hand move that can mean what you want it to mean, but it means something. Yeah. Um, This is peak cartoon shredder right here. Yeah. The fact that he's so hell-bent on vengeance, but instead of doing anything himself, he's just getting other people to do things for him. And 
the fact that it's not going as quickly as he want, it well, you it know, just I, ham, like it handcuffs him in a way I, that is kind of comedic. I gotta say, there's there's a nice bit of sort of self awareness and owning up to like he's like they failed me, and then he's also like I failed, and it's like you don't often hear that enough from villains where they're just like you know what I recognize that I am not up to this task. I, yeah, yeah. That, although that's a certain amount of maturity on behalf of the sh- on, on the Shredder's part there. I would say, and I'm putting myself in the Shredder's uh, helmet here for a minute. He sort of handily whomped the turtles in the first movie and it was only when he made the mistake of losing his cool against splinter that he lost if i were shredder i think perhaps the lesson i would take away is not that i'm a failure but i i know what my problem was and i'm going to do better next time he you know, just maybe he got a little too crushed to remember that part that's possible it could be the mental damage from the trash compactor yeah he's just crushed stupid enough to be like i know what my problem was before i didn't have my own monsters (laughs) (laughs) if i had just had some monsters and he's like he's like reliving every scenario like oh if i had monsters right here yeah he went back through every mistake he ever made and he's like you know what the solution to that was monsters cut to shredder being rejected for his high school prom yep yep Monsters. Chris, we don't die. <coughs> Easy there, Chris. Yeah, you got me. We also uh, get a lot of really great glimpses of the Shredder's um, outfit, I guess you could call it. His armor. Yeah, his, his armor is like his ridiculously costume. ground out, like spiky, weird, I serrated love, armor. I love the helmet in this movie. Mm. I think this is my favorite version of the of the Shredder helmet. Mm. Well, I think. It, go ahead, Adam. There's a lot of cool stuff going on because you have this copper shingling, and you can see the old helmet sticking out a little bit from under it. Like they took the prop from the last movie and they literally just added on to it. I love that little bit of continuity. Yeah. Not only that, he has a great opportunity for a party trick. If he were to walk into a party and you lined up about nine or ten beers, he could probably <laughs> open them all at once with one just flick of his hair. Yeah, like, like it would make a perfect almost. Fibonacci spiral of beer foam. <laughs> like him throwing his head back, like like those beach. Y- you know, it's slow mo. If Sam Rockwell were in this movie, he would definitely go up to his helmet and like pop yeah, open a beer. Pop open a beer. <laughs> hey, boss. <laughs> Yeah, that's anything a you want to do, do it, do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and I just the costume, the the shirt piece is great because it looks so. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Muppet like purple. <laughs> it looks like uh, the Star Trek the original series. Yeah, it's like a foam rubber top that he's wearing, covered in like shiny purple velvet. You know, it looks I, like he's I, about to tell James T. Kirk why he's going to fail. Right. Or it looks like he's about to ask you to kneel before Zod. <laughs> and, he, and he has shoulder pads on under his shoulder pads. Yeah. Right. Shoulder pads on shoulder pads. Yeah, he looks like shoulder an overweight woman from the 80s trying to hide her belly. <laughs> he, he looks like he's wearing a Shredder Halloween costume. I actually have to say, I was in marching band in high school, and his outfit minus the cape and helm was almost identical. <laughs> You could, have, you could have flipped that. You could have turned that into a Shredder costume. Dare hmm. I say, I think that uh, somewhere out there is a marching band with the funding enough to make this their Just actual be a bunch band of uniform. Shredders. 
Just get a bunch <laughs> of shredder helmets in the purple jumpsuit, and you've got yourself a really killer. Not gonna work out for the winds, but okay. I mean, like you know, I, be... I can. Im- I can imagine the hard drummers. to get a sousaphone around that. No, for the yeah. for the brass, it would be great. Come on, the ba da ba ba da 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 da, da <laughs> yeah. all dressed like this. Yeah. <laughs> That's first place right there. Yeah. God, I yeah. wish I conducted a marching band so I could do this. <laughs> no, 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 no. The um, the the drum major, the the guy, the the lead, the band leader, there the one go. who spins around the stupid stick, That's that shredder, and all the others. All the others are Foot Clan Ninja. <gasps> oh, oh yes, yes. Oh, you just have to cut perfect. little holes in their and masks. The, so and then there's play. this one rather large flag girl dressed like Tatsu. <laughs> That's mean. Aww. She's the color guard. Everybody's so mean to color guard. But she's like killing it. Like she's just totally murdering that routine. Right, because yeah. she's Toshishiro Obata and he's <laughs> a, a, he's straight up the bomb. Yeah. Right. There's nothing shameful about that. No. no. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so the last thing that happens in this minute is we get some more Frank Welker gurgles, and we finally get to see a glimpse of this monster that was being teased. We get a clawed, giant, green hen. Um, I forget. Have we been told what animals they are already? No, not yet. He was just like the fiercest animals that you could find. Okay. So we still don't know what that is. Yeah, they don't know. They don't know. I don't remember. What is it? Oh, right. I remember. What we didn't realize as kids is they meant the fiercest animals you can find in the immediate New York City metro area. Yeah. <laughs> so. Which I'm just going to put it out there. And we're I able to remember steal. the last time I saw a snapping turtle in New York. Uh, Maybe at the zoo. Well, or, look, or no, like in, in some creek in Central Park. I was going to say gonna... a turtle that they pulled out of the Hudson River. If it could thrive oh, there. Oh, Hudson River, yeah. yeah. It would be, it would be if so it can great. Make it if, there, it can make it anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> or if the reveal was just Pigeon Pete from the comics, like it's just this big stupid pigeon. Hi, I'm Pete. <laughs> I think they missed an opportunity of not using a raccoon. They should have yes. got one of those like city falcons. Yes, falcon would be good. Distempered raccoon would be yep. good. <laughs> I don't know, maybe a warthog and a rhino. Yeah. <laughs> also yeah. would have been great. Yeah. Maybe stolen those from are the, at zoo. the zoo. Those are at the Because, okay, so the snapping turtle, they could have just gotten out of the river, but the baby wolf, they have to get, they have to have gotten that from the zoo. Yeah. So it's like, they went to the zoo and they're like, well, this is the fiercest one, right? They completely ignored the big cats, which would be much better. Ah, oh, whatever. Yeah, but I think a giraffe scary. would be terrifying. I should, I, I, yeah. should, I, should, I should save it. I should save it for when we actually see them. Yeah. What about a we'll hippo? We'll save it. Oh we'll my save God, it for later. Hippo would be devastating. <laughs> Hippos are cute, but they are deadly. Wait, All what right. were they? Wolf and snapping turtle, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Wolf, okay, spoiler right. for this. Yeah. We, we've already talked moose about and it, I squirrel. think. <laughs> if, you, if you're listening to this show, you moose know and squirrel. Happens. Moose, man, moose kills so many people. <laughs> or no, what, uh, what if they got one of those like police um, horses? No, and, like, man. He was that he would... became sentient, but he was like such a by the book cop. The law. <laughs> you turtles wait, wait, wait. are violating New York City ordinances about carrying nunchucks. A I'm police, gonna take you in. A police horse and a failed police dog. Oh, it, oh I think you're God, just pitching so great. more Playmates toys now. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I, 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 Oh, that's a that's a comic book right there. Like I'm the, actually picturing a buddy like, cop comedy. The ooze gets to like you know the 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 police veterinary unit. 
No, I, I like, like I like the that. idea of a failed police dog. Like he oh. tried, but he was too friendly. Oh, you know, well, you know, you know why petted? most of them fail? Most of them fail because they can't work the full like eight hour shift. Uh, a lot of them will like pass the training and be able to do all the jobs, but they just can't keep it up for eight hours. Well, I mean, who can? So actually, like, oh yeah, like uh, yeah. If you ever, if you ever, well, um, if you have kids, don't do it. But if you want a really well trained, like, good dog, um, you know, try to pick up uh, a dog that that washed out of the police academy. I want that movie starring um, BoJack and Mr. Peanut Butter. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Bojack and Mr. Peanut Butter as a horse cop and a horse dog. <laughs> or no, wait, no, a horse and cop. And a dog cop. And a, a dog, dog cop. cop. Oh man, no, you could just do that like as a as like one of those stupid talking animal movies where like, you know, the, you know, uh what what is it? Homeward Bound or something or The Secret Life of Pets where you could have a a, a police horse and a police dog that are like partners and and the horse is like I'm going to retire and the dog's like I'm a young whippersnapper and I'm crazy. No, and I, want, I, I specifically oh, man, I want, want this movie. I want I want Lethal Weapon with a police dog and a police horse. But yeah, Will Arnett, Paul F. Tompkins as Mr. <laughs> Peanut Butter and, and Bojo. Just someone I, needs to make this happen. Can I pitch an idea? Sure. It's a horse cop by the book, <laughs> and then a sheep cop who's not so by the book, and you what? call it good cop, bad cop. No. no. Oh, You're get out. fired. Get Scott. out. Oh, Thanks get out of for this listening elevator. to Minute 37, Take everybody. Jump down the shaft. My name is Scott. That's Chris Adam and Rachel. <laughs> Make sure you check us out on social media. Jeff, you're in there somewhere, right? Somewhere. <laughs> you have to really look for him. He's uh, at Matt Jeffuse. <laughs> that is probably someone's Twitter. I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> yeah, don't go there. That's not real. Anyway, uh, Jeff's gonna be back with us for minute 38 tomorrow. Make sure you guys uh, pop over to iTunes and leave us a positive review because uh, we like those. And if you leave us a negative one, we'll make fun of you on the air. So. That's cool, too. All right. For the crew here at Ninja Turtles Minute. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Kawabanga. Oh, <laughs> uh. oh yes. <laughs>